0: Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, good. That sounds really good, though. It does sound like a train whistle. Yeah, it, sound it's, good, it sounded yeah. good. It's amazing it's... to me that they emulated a train whistle in this little handheld piece of wood. There's
1: actually just like a little kid at the top of the train that blows into one of those things. That's all it is.
0: Oh, so many of them probably fell off and disappeared forever. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, hello and welcome to the 89th episode of the Whispers in the Dark podcast. Today I'm joined by a returning person, Rourke. Hey!
1: This is Rourke, who was on the podcast a long time ago, and if you watch the Rely on Horror YouTube channel, I am the blonde guy who talks about video games.
0: Yeah. People who only listen to the podcast might not have known that you came back to the site and have started doing some crazy video stuff.
1: <laughs> it's so crazy.
0: All the Paul Mercier trivia that you could possibly want.
1: Oh yeah, Paul, Paul Mercier trivia and Paul Mercier MLG horns in the last video. <laughs> a joke that I think, in retrospect, fell incredibly flat, mostly because it wasn't funny.
0: It was an <laughs> inside joke, but I, I think some people will appreciate it, that. that's all that matters. That's enough. And, also welcome by Bradley, one of the new members of the site. Hello!
2: Oh yeah, uh, yeah I'm Bradley, so I've, uh, I've known CJ for a long time. Um, but I've just started writing for the site
0: this month. Yep. Fun fact, Bradley owned the site helddescent.com before he passed it along to me, which got me involved with video game blogging and the video game industry as a, as a passion. so we can say, Very, at. very good of me. Yeah, i <laughs> come a long way. And now uh, you're here with us, and today's episode we're going to talk about two things. One being Resident Evil Zero. We're going to go over how we each felt about the game. It's going to be kind of a review podcast. Is going to be spoilers, I assume, because first of all, it's what a 10-year-old game, so you're, yes. <laughs> you're yeah, a, little, a little bit more
1: than that. I think it's closer to 15. Oh my
0: god. Uh, so we're going to review that, and then we're also going to lead into how Resident Evil 2 Remake can learn from this game, and I guess Resident Evil, the Resident Evil series as a whole, since this is an entirely new game, it's not a remaster. It's going to be built from the ground up, and it's going to be based on the arguably the best Re- Resident Evil game out there, so I'm going to have to talk about what it can do to be the next best Resident Evil game. So, lead off Resident Evil Zero HD Remaster. Bork, you did the review, so I want you to start off. How did you feel?
1: Uh, I I was in love with it. Um, Zero got a lot of flack at the time, I think mostly due to kind of like a combination of series fatigue and it was trying to do too many things at once. Because mm-hmm. Zero has the, like, it was the first time that the partner zapping system was used. Um, and as far as I know, I mean, I, I guess there's a chance that it was in some other game, but it's the first game that I'm aware of that had that partner zapping idea, which has come back in a bunch of other games. It was in um, the Obscure games. It was, like, the main mechanic in both of those. Um, and it came back for uh, Resident Evil Revelations too. Did Obscure come out after Resident Evil Zero? I think so. I think obscure is from like two thousand
0: four or five. Okay, cause I could have swore obscure was older, just because it looks, you know, not as great. Yeah, I
1: assumed it was older. Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> I could always, I could always ask Cortana.
0: <laughs> That's what she's there for. for video game trivia.
1: Obscure video game. Oh, it's probably just going to give me a
0: regular old obscure video fast. game. I think it'll be I think it'll be fast if you search. Yeah. Oh, damn. But outside of that mechanic, what did you else? What else did you think about the game that was so groundbreaking um, like, at the time, especially?
1: Like, I mean, my favorite thing is that since it's basically the very last classic Resident Evil, um, it was able to kind of play around with a lot of ideas that Resident Evil had been building up over the years, and honestly, I think it's like. One of the finest honed versions of that kind of classic style. Because, like, there's a lot of things that um, the game just dropped entirely. Like, Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, and Code Veronica all had that um, item box mechanic, and Zero just threw it out the window in favor of um, being able to drop stuff wherever you're standing. And um, that mechanic, honestly, I know a lot of people complain about it, saying that. um, I complained about it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Um, everyone has a voice here. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, like I've heard a lot of people say that um, it ended up causing a lot of unnecessary backtracking and stuff. But for me, I always felt like the item boxes ended up creating a lot of unnecessary backtracking just because, for the most part, you couldn't plan ahead with the item boxes because if you were new to the game, then you didn't know when the next item box is going to be and um, sometimes that might end up meaning that for key items like um uh, like the the death masks or uh, the the eagle of the Wolf of West, Eagle of East medals at the the end of the game. That like if you forgot one or you didn't know that that was coming up, I have to slog all the way back to wherever the most recent item box is, which could be a really far away. Um,
0: but with although the... one could argue that it's better with item boxes because at least you have one of those at every save point, whereas within Resident Evil Zero, you have to go to exactly where you left it.
1: Fair enough.
2: Um... At least you'd know. Like, you'd know where your mask is. You know, if I, need, if I need the mask, I know that it's going to be in one of the boxes I've seen. If the problem I had with zero is it's just a flashing dot on a map, it not really tell me much about what I've dropped or where I've put it.
0: You should actually be able to see what the item is. Yeah, if you,
1: um, if you click on the map, it'll actually tell you what the item is and you can, like, cycle through a list of what everything is. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, A or B. Or cross or whatever it is on the, your your console of preference. Easy. Yeah oh, so yeah,
2: yeah uh definitely useful but yeah I d I <laughs> no way I, I, I no you could do that so I don't know. Nah.
0: So that um, um so I think I think like what you're saying is that I agree with that completely that it is like the refined version of that. It's like could it be could it be a little better if they build off of that. you drop items instead. I wish you could do that in remake. I wish you could do that. Yeah something. I know. It's like, especially, here's an herb. I can't do anything with it. Bye.
1: I, I especially wish that you could drop that fucking um, uh, nitroglycerin tube or whatever it is, because <laughs> that screwed me over big time on uh, the first time that I tried to do a playthrough without saving. I got all the way up to the end and got grabbed by something and exploded.
0: It's, it's extremely practical being able to drop something, which makes sense. Also, I think even combining the two aspects could, could work potentially for a follow up somewhere. Yeah, item box. You know, then just leave stuff on the floor because I, I find that it is it is frustrating for me to not just because I have to go back to where I left my stuff, but if I have some, my inventory's full. I I'm either going to be screwed completely or just need a spot to drop stuff. Like, or the herbs specifically, can't use them if your inventory's full. Oddly in Raziel Zero, you have to drop something, but you could use them directly from the pickup, which is a really nah. weird inconsistency for me.
1: Um I I think that zero both in in a lot of ways because it was they began designing it like almost immediately after Resident Evil 1 was done. Yeah. Um and so it, it's kind of stuck in a weird limbo of trying to one up Resident Evil 1 while also trying to be like all the other Resident Evils that came after it. Um and uh you know, it's it's got some some ideas from Resident Evil Two, like having the, the enemies that can actually like come apart, like like the Leech Man that um like different parts of him don't attack you, but you can damage him like you can blow his arm off and he'll still keep coming after you, which is something that Resident Evil Two did. Um like in two you can blow a zombie clean in half and the top half will come crawling after you. Um and Zero also has a bunch of areas from two as well. Um like uh, the the cable car and the the train yard, and you get to the you get to the labs from Resident Evil 2, but Rebecca just goes, "I don't need to go in there right now."
2: Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was really disappointing. Oh, because I cause I'd, I'd never played Zero until I played it like the other week on PS4 because I never had a GameCube, and I was really excited to see it, and then no. Nah. What did she say? You don't. Yeah, you don't need to, don't yeah, need she, to explore she, this right now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't need to explore it. this right now. It's like, how do you know? <laughs> <It's just
2: laughs> That's a survival really situation.
1: Funny. She's like, no, I
2: don't, I don't want to go in there. There's, there's probably nothing in
0: there. that would be really fun if they updated for the remaster. And She was like, huh, not yet. Just like, yeah, Yay! not yet. Great.
1: Waggle, 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 finger.
0: So earlier today when I was looking for the art director's name of uh, Resident Evil Remake and I thought he did Zero, but apparently he didn't. I can't find proof of that. I did see that the original N64 version of Arizo actually did have partner switching as well. That was a planned mechanic since those days you mentioned. All the way back on the PS1 slash N64 days, that was the mechanic they wanted to bring over. So I'm thinking maybe you're right. They did fall into a limbo of, this game has been in development for a very long time. Let's bring over some of these cool ideas we had that were going to build off the original game, which might have been received better at the time because it was an evolution of that original mechanic, that original idea. But then it came up after these other games which were successful. Resident Evil Two, Three. Did Ary come out after Code Veronica? Yep. Okay, um, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Co- yeah, Code Veronica came out on Dreamcast in two thousand one, I think.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So Resident Evil Zero work. You reviewed it, gave it a ten out of ten. Now, yeah, I
1: I fucking loved it. It's it's probably my favorite Resident Evil experience in a long, long time. And I I mean I still own the GameCube version, so that says right. a lot about the remaster.
0: So I know you played it a lot. Played a lot now. How did Jeez. the remaster affect your, your impressions of the game? This game you really loved. What did it do for you that felt new and exciting?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, especially compared to remaster where... Um, Resident Evil Remaster felt more... The remaster of Remake, I should clarify. Um, felt more like it was just a simple polish. Um, Like a lot of other HD versions of things, Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, um, the the HD version of Resident Evil 4, it was just, it was kind of taking what was already there and making it look clear, I guess Mm -hmm. is the best way to put it, Whereas Zero, they actually put a lot more work than I think I've ever seen into one of these games. Right. Um, They went into detail on all their developer diaries, but like, Rebecca's character model, they went in and they they tweaked it a whole bunch and like they changed the orientation of her eyes and they added like a new like shiny effect to her hair and to like her actual eyeballs. um, And uh, the environments, all of them, none of them have that problem that Resident Evil Remake's HD version had were like, even as a... Yeah, inconsistencies especially when you got down into like the the fish tank where it's like the backgrounds yeah. start to get kind of muddy which looks even weirder with the super super crystal clear character models mm-hmm. but um Evil zero everything looks on par with itself everything looks so clear and so crisp yeah. yeah it is
2: in terms of the technical side of it the the remaster is incredibly good really really good yeah so, I mean like so one of my you
0: Bradley it looks fantastic to you despite not actually playing the original for a comparison
2: well, I've I've seen what it looked like, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, for what you'd expect from a game, jaggy, blurry. But when I was playing it, it didn't, it wasn't convincingly an old game. What did you say? It was like fifteen years old. Oh, if I hadn't known Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was it was not obviously not up to general release PS4 standards, but it was it was pretty close. I think it was like you say, it was only the character models that look at they are they do look better, but they don't look. Um, to like, gamecube You know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah, the thing I was saying, before, we were talking about this earlier, when we were both playing um, Advanced Copy, is that this is arguably the best-looking Resident Evil game. It really is. Including everything else that there's out there. I mean, I can't really think of anything that looks better. RE6 is the latest game. Well, the latest... And big, RE6 big doesn't game. look that great. It, it doesn't. You compare the zombies and. They're awful. In I still
1: every single time I've gone back to Resident Evil Six, either for like making a video for the YouTube channel or, or whatever, all I can ever remember is playing it with you for the first time, and uh, I think we we're in Chris's scenario, and we got to a fridge, and there's like a photo of the inside of a fridge inside yeah. the fridge, and I remember you just <laughs> walking over to it, and going, "Oh, look at this JPEG of a fridge."
0: <laughs> it's 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 amazing how that game doesn't look as good as this one, and this one's so much older.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, like, just just in terms of upgrading it from GameCube to modern consoles, my two favorite things that they did was, um, first of all, on GameCube, there was a lot of things where they'd try to kind of force perspective, especially mm. on the train, since it's just this long tube, they'd kind of try and fudge like, kind of a perspective thing going on where, like, things in the foreground might be a little bit blurrier or something. The This HD version cut all of that out and everything's just as crystal clear as something further away or closer. Um, and I was really impressed by that because it, it showed that they actually went in and changed art assets. And my other favorite thing is that... Um, and this was something that... Another problem that Resident Evil Remaster had is that um, when you played in 16 by 9 which is how I play... yeah. Uh, all it really does is just zoom the camera in and they'll add that pan and scan effect when you're walking around. But for cutscenes, the camera doesn't move at all. Um, and that actually ended up kind of creating some problems for Resident Evil HD, where um, things that weren't exactly center frame would just end up being cut off. Uh, like a great way to um, to notice it is, especially playing as Jill, the first time that you meet Lisa Trevor, who's the the monster in the woods, the yeah. um the invincible thing in chains. Uh the the f- oh, first cutscene, she whacks you on the back of the head, and then you it fades to black, and when it fades back in, you get up and she walks in the room, and it cuts to a an image of either Chris or Jill reacting and backing away. And for Chris, it's like I think it shows his full face, but for Jill, it shows like the top corner of her hat, uh. and nothing else. It looks really awkward. Um, but Zero, I thought they came with a came up with a brilliant workaround, where they uh, they actually kept. Depending on the cutscene, they kept the 16 by 9 aspect ratio, but if it was something that would have been cut off, like um, Rebecca opening the little hatchway on the train um, in the kitchen, or uh, Rebecca or Billy playing the piano in the training facility, they kept it at the original square aspect ratio, but then added this... um, Vignette effect around it so it appears like it's filling the full 16 by 9 aspect ratio and it looks so cool It looks so dramatic While also not sacrificing any of the image. It's I was really impressed by that
2: Yeah, I must admit um, I I had I didn't know any of that and I hadn't realized that it wasn't in that aspect ratio You know, I just assumed it was so they've obviously done a pretty good job there
0: like you have to show me. I don't. I honestly don't know what you're referring to because it never came up. I never noticed anything.
1: Yeah, I um, <laughs> I should take a couple clips and uh, send them to you because I know that there's an Xbox website like Xbox dot com or something.
0: Mm. So something uh, I was gonna talk about this, Bradley. What did you not like about the game exactly? Since we have Rick's opinion here and also the full review, how do you feel as someone who is just like not? It's not not interested at all in this game.
2: So, um, so like I, like I said, I never had a GameCube, and I never played the the original remake remaster until that came out last year on the consoles, and that, and I, and I absolutely loved that. I thought it was it's just pretty much a perfect remake. So, that kind of level of quality of a game is sort of what I'd expected. Um, what I did, what I didn't like, was most of everything else about the game. I thought the, the <laughs> <laughs> I thought the, the story was was pretty pretty terrible. Not that you really go to Resident Evil for a real deep and sort of brooding storyline with interesting characters but the previous ones at least had decent monsters which this one had bugs and monkeys which yeah, that's is true. Uh, men made out of leeches that then explode. Legs, leech legs that blow up. That's just that's terrible. <laughs> um, just just the overall premise and, and what was most annoying about it is I absolutely loved the bit on the train and I think Part of the problem is that the train sequence is something pretty much brand new, and and I really liked it for that. There, there's not really an environment like that in the other games that I can remember. Um, and then as soon as you get off the train, it was just the same old Resident Evil over and over again. And you can I could really see why it was mixed up after that, you know.
0: Right, I, I could agree with on that. The train is a really awesome set piece, and it starts off the game, and then you get through the rest of it. So it's industrial factories yeah but, but even like from,
2: from a story point of view it just like i said i know you don't expect loans from her isn't evil but what she's like a she's like a rookie medic right so he's yeah. he's killed 22 people or whatever so she's, immediately she's a rookie medic going on the train on her own, so that's just stupid straight away. <laughs> uh, next, she she meets with him, immediately best friends with him. All right, she, she's a little bit cautious, but but not really, not enough for someone that's that you think is supposed to be a, a serial killer, you know, trust him. You can immediately hand him a gun, <laughs> you know? Um, and from then on, the character... The, their relationship just isn't isn't explored at all for quite a lot of hours. So all these crazy puzzles and zombies and all of that until she like nearly falls in that hole, yeah. and then he tells that like, little story and it sort of tries to develop the character a little bit. But by then I was just I was thinking for so many hours, is anyone going to bring up whether it, <laughs> whether he's actually killed all those people? Well, I mean, obviously he hadn't. I could see that coming a mile off, but it was just just seeing like like a 14-year-old girl's got on a train on her own with Akira and a bunch of zombies, and I just thought it was just a bad premise. And then the villain is oh, just a, an awful, awful design. A terrible, terrible design. Yeah. You don't like didn't... the
0: Pretty Boy opera singer?
2: Yeah, just stupid. I mean, like, like when I was thinking about it, the big villain in Resident Evil 2 is, is obviously William William Birkin, and, and that is an excellent design, one that I always remember. The big arm with the eye, and he follows you and he's freaky. And then Resident Evil 3 has, obviously, the nemesis chasing you. Excellent design, terrifying, tear it, say, the only word that it knows. And this one's got a, a man with an army of leeches.
0: In a dress. Who sings in, in on a dress. mountains. Yeah,
2: who sings. And it just has the most cliché, awful dialogue.
1: <laughs> this and... world will burn in an inferno of hate. <laughs> exactly. That's just... That's
2: so bad. That's so so bad, and it really annoyed me because I I loved, loved the old old games, and I really expected it was really exciting to play an old style Resident Evil that I'd missed so much that I was completely brand new to me. I've seen you know some of the trailers from years ago. I knew about the train a bit, but I knew nothing more. And yeah, I was given exploding leeches and uh, and the opera singer in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's was so bad. And uh, I was thinking about it earlier actually when, we, when you mentioned the um, the red part that goes near the area of the lab in Resident Evil Two, and she sees um what's the, what's the leader of the, the stars Erika that's it yeah she sees him doesn't she and he's like oh I'm going over here and he goes around the corner and there's this really really awkward voiceover of her saying. And I never saw him again. (laughs) And then, and then that's it. Like, (laughs) presume like he's in the next one. I I I I think he's in the mine or something. And the next one isn't here. So, to to her knowledge, he's just detonated along with the lab. (laughs) And and she just she she doesn't care. And it's just summarised in such a lazy and bad way that awful line of dialogue just I, to tell I, the player like yep he's gone and he's never he's never coming back so we've already told you that so next next bit of the game
1: I think that the weirdest thing about that is that um it especially that um and I never saw him again comes so out of left field cuz that never happens yeah. anywhere else in the game if the game had been had had Rebecca telling you the story and a voiceover and having yeah, the game's not even presented from a perspective is it yeah so why would yeah.
0: why would she that could have actually been like let's say the game came out today like it was made today released today i think they wouldn't have the limitation of constant dialogue i think that would really help the two characters just to flesh them out because like Bradley said there is a point that they meet each other she's slightly cautious and then they don't really talk about anything about themselves until they get to the lab and then she falls to a monkey hole she's like, yeah, and then they start, like, he opens up. He's like, yeah, I didn't actually do it. She's like, tell me about it. It's like, you guys have been hanging out for, like, four hours now. Why didn't you talk before?
2: I mean, I've... that that was the point of the game with the monkeys and <laughs> the monkey hole. Though I thought... It's a metaphor. Like, yeah. Uh, like, you fight the scorpion, I think, on the train, and that was, I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. It's a big scorpion. And then you fight some bugs, and I was like, that's kind of sort of stupid. And then a bat, and that, and that's just, that's stupid. <laughs> and then when it got to monkeys, I was just like, this is it, this is it. It's just stupid animal enemies for the rest of the game. And it basically is until, and then it's tyrant. Just because, why not? You know, give him, give him the pyramid head treatment and just just have him in there. So,
0: work. Hi. So, Rourke, how do you feel about the assessment of the story then? Because I heard you say, you quite like the dynamic between the two characters. And I side in the middle where I'm like, I do like that they have their moments together and it seems like they're a really cool duo. I actually think this is probably the best case of... It's kind of a separate thought, but it's the best case of Resident Evil co-op there ever could be, yet the game is not multiplayer, and then every other forced duo is far worse than these two. But, yeah, how do you feel about the actual character development with these two?
1: Um, I mean... There, There's a, a possibility that I'm being a little bit poisoned, because it's, it's hard for me to think of these characters without automatically thinking of the way that um, S.D. Perry wrote them in the novelization of this game, Zero right. Hour. Yeah. um, And then, actually, Umbrella Chronicles, which I don't really like a whole lot, does an excellent job of adapting Resident Evil Zero, like, bizarrely so. It's the best part of the game, honestly. Um, It's the only part of the game that they didn't hack to pieces um and that actually expands on their personalities even more but um in zero i i agree with the fact that they very quickly become friends uh i mean they are in a survival situation but that isn't really an excuse she is a cop and he is a a known felon that at least as far as she knows is a serial killer um but just in term just in comparison to the other resident evil duos uh it felt at least a little bit more natural to me. Because for the most part, you either have characters that are completely deadpan, yeah. like Chris and Jill in the original Resident Evil. I mean, they just simply don't have emotions.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or you, or oh, you
1: Barry. have... <laughs> oh, Barry! Yeah, yeah. You too, um, you. But, uh, or you have, um, like... Leon Claire, Sherry and Ada in uh Resident Evil 2, Claire and Sherry felt fine. Um mostly cuz a lot of that's just ripped off from Ripley and Newt in yeah. Aliens. But Leon and Ada's dynamic is awful. It yeah. just it, it doesn't make any sense. It came
0: from nowhere and they they've been sticking it, to it for years.
1: It came from nowhere and like my favorite if um for anyone listening if you recall or are familiar with um Shadow Leggy who's a YouTuber that used to make all these cartoons based on Resident Evil in like the early 2000s like 2005 2006 um I loved her interpretation of Leon and Ada's relationship cuz she basically makes Leon like a tick above brain dead <laughs> and uh that like he sees this pretty asian lady and his automatic reaction is I have to protect this woman with my life <sighs> yeah. and like this, And, like, Ada becomes less and less trustworthy as the game goes on. And she's not even that friendly to him to begin with, but he's automatically just, I don't know, like, wrapped around her finger. And then for whatever reason, that has stayed and endured for the entirety of Resident Evil. Like, Leon knows nothing about this woman. She did woman... begin by saying she was looking for her
0: boyfriend, too, did she? Not? Yeah, she began
1: <laughs> saying that she's looking for her boyfriend, and Leon's automatically, like maybe her boyfriend's dead.
0: <laughs> um, and uh,
1: the, and like in Resident Evil 4, they, they kind of, I liked what they did in Resident Evil 4 where it kind of became almost like a Devil May Cry kind of thing where it's like, they felt more like old friends rather than an actual romance. Yeah. That like maybe a romance could bud if they had, you know, 10 seconds in a hotel room together. But for the most part, it's they just keep being these kind of star-crossed characters that run into each other every once in a while. But then Resident Evil 6 brought all that stupidity right back. And,
0: um, the game like, entirely about love for Ada Wong.
1: Yeah, like, and it's got, like, the villain that's in love with her and Leon's in love with her, but Chris hates her because of her clone, and Jake and Sherry aren't even aware of her. It's they just have their own,
0: like... Spanish guitar, comes the adventure somewhere. <laughs> um, being chased by the Eustanak. Um, the Hoobastank. Hoobastank.
1: That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, but no, I can't agree. Resident Evil Zero, even by Resident Evil standards, has a pretty awful story. Um, I, it's not really something that's worth defending. The villain. I get what they were trying to do. Um, because Resident Please Evil explain. One. Please explain. <laughs> Well, like, Resident Evil 1 never had an explanation as to how the virus broke out. The right. The closest we ever got was um, the Keeper's Diary, where he makes this offhanded mention of, um, that there was an accident down in the labs, and that he's not surprised because the R&D people never sleep even on holiday. And, um... So I kind of get that they were trying to explore what exactly happened, and that umbrella, had, umbrella, not only is a fucked up company, but has been fucked up since the beginning. And they and,
0: like uh, enforce like fighting amongst themselves, challenging each other. Yeah, rival. It,
1: yeah, they they created a rival dynamic between Wesker and Birkin, which seems really strange because they say that and then immediately show them being besties. Um, the hatred is deep-seated. <laughs> their hatred is so deep-seated that they work together and talk to each other and discuss their secret plans with one another. Um, but uh, they... Um, but that... Uh, that um, Kind of exploring, like, Wesker's history with Umbrella, and it was kind of cool because it was the first time that we ever really got to see William Birkin not Um Like, actually discussing with Wesker, like, his plans for G-Virus and showing that Birkin was already kind of, like, this... Fidgety, kind of freaked out guy. Yeah, like, I was
2: I was quite interested to see where that would go with him as well. I liked seeing him. I didn't expect to see him.
1: Yeah, it, it's cool. Um, it's it's actually really off topic, but in the Umbrella Chronicles version of it, they recreate all those cutscenes, well, one of those cutscenes with Wesker and Birkin, and uh, for I guess just because he was there recording some lines, they got the guy that plays Frank West to play William Birkin. Oh boy! And it just sounds like Frank West. <laughs> it's just like he didn't do anything to change his voice, but um, that but I've the, the whole... pathogens, you know, yeah, I've covered pathogens, ah, um, but the the James Marcus character was terrible. He just honestly is like because he's got the younger version of himself that's singing in the dress, and
2: that <laughs> just reminded me he's a pile
0: of leeches as well, isn't it? Yeah, he's a pile
2: of leeches as well. <laughs> it's so bad, it's
1: so bad. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, um, if you got the opportunity, would you not want to regain your youth and be a pretty boy again? Well, it's, <laughs> it's like,
1: it's not even just a pretty boy, it's... What was it? You call him, like, a
0: Bushoto a twink? B- Bushonen, like he, like, he fell under like, a Japanese anime trope, like, he, he's a trope yeah. character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. He is, he is a pretty boy, evil bad guy who's high and mighty on his own god power. <laughs> and just, that's exactly what he comes off in, of. is I think that's, like, this game can be considered one of the downfalls to the Resident Evil Story. Like we said earlier, it's Resident Evil's not known for this wonderfully deep story, but this was when it started to go, hey, there are tropes out there that we could probably do to appeal to people and make them go, I understand that. I, I, I like that. I've seen that before. Yeah. When then RE6 and, you know, embrace the... the Hollywood shit, and then this one was embracing the <laughs> Japanese Kinda anime an... action crap.
1: Yeah, anime stuff. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's, it's like one of those things, like, I, I get the idea of... Um, that it all happened because umbrella fucked over the wrong guy yeah. that literally everything in the entirety of the resident evil universe hinges on the fact that umbrella fucked over this one guy yeah. that if they hadn't have done that then the mansion incident wouldn't have happened stars wouldn't have found out about the zombie virus um and at least have been able to tell a couple of people who knows what would have happened between Birkin and Umbrella. Maybe Umbrella would have tried to assassinate him. Maybe they wouldn't have, but that it all kind of stems back to this one event, but it would have been helpful if the character a had motivation other than I'm angry because you shot me. Um, And B if uh, the character's evil revenge plot had seemed less like a tantrum yeah. Um, because it it doesn't seem well constructed at all. It's just this like, you know. And then I will release my virus here and here and here, and then the entire world will be infected. Even though I'm really angry, at really just three people: William Burke and Albert Wesker and Oswald Spencer. But fuck the whole world. Both <laughs>
0: well, his newfound youth, he also got his angst back.
1: I guess. And, like, he he like he spots Rebecca and Billy. It's, like, two people that couldn't possibly be more inconsequential to him. He's like, I'm going to fuck you over two random people wandering <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah, exactly. and, and because of that, that's what ends up getting him killed, because he decided to screw around with these two random people. And they're like, you know, we aren't going to stand for this much longer. I think we're going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, which I think is kind of Resident Evil as a whole. It's it's like that... um. It's like that thing from the Incredibles. It's all these villains that are giving monologues instead of just pushing the button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I completely as much as I like Resident Evil 0, I like how Rebecca and Billy seem to kind of have reasons for growing together and I also I really like that Rebecca and Billy never seem romantically involved.
0: Yes, thank God. Um
1: it cuz like the book, the novelization kind of plays around with it a little bit where um like, there's this scene where um, Rebecca figures something out, I think, like she figures out a puzzle and Billy goes like, oh my god, that's so amazing, I could kiss you. And then they have this really awkward moment where he's like, I mean, not that you're not attractive, but I, you're like a kid.
0: He says that, that's fun.
1: Yeah, I don't think he calls her a kid, but he's like, not that you're not attractive, but I mean, I I think he makes some comment about the fact that he's been in prison for like four years or something. Oh. <laughs> um and But my favorite part is Rebecca's response is, I quote, don't have kittens. I know what you meant. Don't have kittens. <laughs> Jeez. But um, the, the characters do feel a lot more natural than the... I mean, they're still pretty wooden and crap yeah. by most other video games, but they feel more natural than the other Resident Evil characters up until that point.
0: Yeah, you know, like so, in that era, they they are better than others.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's certainly better than, you know... Steve Burnside checking checking Claire's ass out from behind. <laughs> yeah. Claire, is, we gotta get off of this
0: crazy island. Um. <laughs> Check out that cake, Father. <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: the more you talk about this kind of thing, I'm actually trying to remember what it is I liked about Resident Evil.
0: It's all also silly, but there's a certain charm to it, but then it starts to get you know, RE6 and re 5 Well, I mean, I mean
1: it's, it's, it's like a lot of things. I mean, you know, you can sit there and deconstruct Star Wars for an hour and eventually you'll probably be kind of like, why do I like Star Wars? Yeah. But, um, I mean, it just, I, I, honestly, it was really weird for me because when I was a teenager, I took Resident Evil's storyline really super seriously. I,
0: I did at a point, too.
1: Yeah, and it was like, it wasn't until I was like 20 that I was starting to read online like, oh yeah, Resident Evil's stupid.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty dumb. It's why.
2: Good. Why is it bad though? Why can't they just? Why what can't does, they write a good story?
0: I just don't think they aspire to do anything more than what the series has sort of been doing up to this point. Like, but
2: it, but it could be though. There could, could be a yeah. good story between a cop and well, uh, a, you know a an ex convict that's that's um, been falsely accused. There's there's the potential for a good story there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, just, I, I don't think they put too much stock into it because they know people just at the time at least they played the game for. Killing zombies.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not scary either. Was I mean, it ever scary? No, I mean, I can admit. I think the only time I've ever really been scared by Resident Evil is the Regenerators in RE4. That's it. Those. Yeah. Well, oh they're a God. good enemy
2: because uh, I'd never played the, um, the the remake until last year. I did. I didn't. I knew of the Crimson Heads, but I didn't know the. Um, like requirements to get one. So, yeah, I was genuinely really afraid when one zombie yeah. that I thought I'd killed suddenly gets up really quickly and just runs down the hallway at me. That yeah. that was brilliant.
1: I mean, I, I guess the best way that I can put it is less that it never scared me, but more that it doesn't scare me like other games do. Because, mm. like, Resident Evil will make me kind of go like, Gah! Um... Yeah, and, and, they, and they're never... quite
2: quite good at being tense as well. Like yeah, even, I, I like even the... the crocodile from Resident Evil Two. That bit, oh yeah, you know, it panics you. It, the old ones are really good at panicking you. Like Nemesis, you hear him say stars, and, and you, you immediately know something terrifying is going to happen.
1: Yeah, I, they, I, just, do... I didn't
2: get that out of this one.
1: Yeah, they, the the old games do a do a great job of kind of instilling te- like a tense atmosphere. And yeah. And um, and zero, I kind of I feel like they were trying to push it in more of a silent hilly direction, um, because it it gets into a lot more. At least it's trying to be a lot more fucked up than the other Resident Evil games. Like, there's that torture room in the basement which has no explanation. It's a tor-
0: recreational activity for Umbrella. <laughs> for <please?
1: laughs> <But> that, <laughs>
2: that was another bit that I just thought like. It's just silly. Why is it in it? There's, just, there's no, there's no point in that part of the game. We have a we
0: have a public gym for all employees, and you can get a spin <laughs> yeah. class at three o'clock, or you can go to the torture chamber and uh, deal with your coworker <laughs> at four.
2: Is that ever? I mean, I didn't. I mean, we did. You know, I didn't pay attention <laughs> to the story, but like, is that ever properly fleshed out with your
1: no analysis? evil company? No <laughs> okay. evil
2: company. No. No. Well, it's it's like I mean.
1: The closest Resident Evil ever got to like kind of flushing out an idea is like the cave system from Resident Evil 1. It's, oh, that's a,
2: that's another bit that's really yeah.
1: good. That's really good that bit. Yeah, no, it it's a it's a great section but it, again it didn't really have an explanation. Um but no, then it kind of It kind of they kind of explain it in Resident Evil 5 that the T virus is derived from this weird African plant that can only grow underground. Yeah. So it's like maybe that's what they were trying to do. They were just trying to hollow out a section of tunnels and things that they can plant these smelly plants in.
0: Oh, uh, that makes sense. They do mention Progenitor in RE Zero.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just – I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things that just don't quite make sense. It's a lot of kind of generic horror tropes. Um, like one of my – like a lot of people will love to point out like, oh, Silent Hill 1 has like the – the school is the school from kindergarten cop and things. Yeah. If you look at Resident Evil, the, that's amazing. The the first, yeah, the first three Resident Evil games are basically just the plot of aliens with things taken out and put back in at various intervals. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah, I can see that. group oh. of group of military people, or for Resident Evil two, two characters that have little to no training, go to a place, places they're underprepared. They go to a place, place is fucked. Um, they you know they fight the creatures and everything. And then it turns out that um, it's all because the corporation did something yeah. in, in both Aliens and Resident Evil. Then they're betrayed by someone that they thought was their friend. Yep. Um, and then there's a countdown to everything exploding. <laughs> and it seems like they've gotten away. But then the Alien Queen comes out at the last second and they have to have a second final boss fight with it. Yep. I mean, it's, it's just the plot of Aliens just kind of tweaked over and over again. Um, which I mean, I'm fine with, but Yeah, a, Zero, lot of, a lot
0: of things have done it since.
1: Yeah, but Zero felt like it was trying to be more deliberately disturbing. Like the, like, the guy in the dress, I he is an animator, but I also feel like they thought that it was going to come off as a lot more disturbing than it was. Mm-hmm. Especially after, um, Alfred Ashford and his, like, his split personality. <laughs> that's, that's, that's in, yeah. My name is Alfred Ashford, More Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, Cause that thing it it never came off as creepy in Code Veronica. The idea is a little creepy, and yeah. you can actually see it kind of
0: come to yeah. fruition in like, um Like you said earlier, S. D. Perry's books really fleshed out these weak stories. And they hard really to kind did. of get them out of your mind if you read them.
1: Um and the Dark Side Chronicles I also thought did a great job with um uh Alfred Ashford, because in the game, he—that's exactly what he sounds like—is. My name is Alfred Ashford. What are you doing on my island? Nah. Um, he sounds like a Dragon Ball Z abridged character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, but then in Darkseid Chronicles, they fleshed him out a lot more and made him a lot more deranged. Yeah. Um, and he sounds just—he keeps kind of forgetting what he's talking about mid-sentence, and it's just and it's—it's it's a lot creepier, especially the reveal of. Um, him and the what you thought was Alexia were just the same person, and that he realizes it at the same time you did. They do this great job where, like, um, Alexia's scream kind of fades out into Alfred's scream, and it sounds really creepy and cool. And I feel like Zero was trying to do a similar thing, where the, it was just this really... Um, out there image of this guy on a hill singing and, and you know, it's that he was just totally out of place for Resident Evil. But that's the problem is that he was out of place for Resident Evil in really any horror thing. He, yeah. he looks weird and goofy. Um, I think Zero was just, it was trying to be a different kind of horror than Resident Evil had ever really been. And it just doesn't work. It didn't pan out. Um,
2: I I can't see that. I mean, I, I see I see what you mean, but I think I just I just feels like they were running out of ideas.
1: I mean, that's totally possible too. I mean, there, there's a reason that the entire series did the hard reset with Resident Evil Four. So yeah, uh-huh.
2: yeah, yeah, I think I can. It's quite more apparent now. I've played that um, that that's really what needed to happen. Like I loved Resident Evil Four like the rest of the world when it came out, but I did always. It was always a shame that it sort of killed horror <laughs> in a way, not it? Because it wasn't it wasn't scary or anything like that, and it, was, it no. changed it so much. But now, in retrospect, now I've played Zero. That's the only way that it could have gone on. I think it's the only way that the series could have survived.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I was. I remember even back at the time. Um, I want to say it was GamePro did a did a thing where they they listed every single Resident Evil and and what they felt about it in about two thousand two when Zero came out it's honestly just a lot of fatigue like hey resident evil zero is right. another mansion and it's 2002 why are we still why yeah. does the game still feel
0: exactly the same as the one that came out in 1996 it was very much a survival horror fatigue back then and people were just like yeah. i'm tired of tank controls i'm tired of limited resources like this i don't want these kind of games anymore i mean they're yeah, coming I mean- back now which is great but
1: yeah, it's it's great especially for fans that have been starved for it for so long mm-hmm. but at the time I think survival horror as a genre was kind of like what the open Sagnet. world sandbox is now where we kept getting all these games that played exactly like Resident Evil they all yeah. had the static camera angles and they I mean there was like an x-files game that played like that and there was um <laughs> yeah, remember. Yeah. yeah and there there's um obscure I already mentioned and uh, alone in the dark Kind of tried to bring it back to to being like Resident Evil, despite it being the inspiration for Resident Evil.
0: It even had the Silent Hills as well.
1: Yeah, um, and it just like it just seemed like it was just kind of overflowing, and uh, I guess we hit some sort of breaking point, and then we got Resident Evil Four, which combined horror and action, and com- basically invented that third person over the shoulder camera angle, and uh, which has become like this. That's how third person shooters play. Um and uh which is always a weird feeling going back to third person shooters before Resident Evil you can really tell how much impact yeah. that game had like Grand Theft Auto like San Andreas or something it's just the third person shooting is crap it's it's all this like auto lock on stuff and half the time that doesn't even work um but now you know even Grand Theft Auto 5 it plays like Resident Evil 4 it has Resident Evil 4's aiming control scheme um but no i mean i as much as I like Zero, I can completely agree with you, Bradley. It has a really terrible story, even by Resident Evil standards.
0: Right. Well, I, still, I think, I mean, it's still amusing at least. I, I fall between you guys' love and hate. I'm in the middle where I, I really like this game because it was the first Resident Evil I actually fully committed myself to when I was younger after being terrified of the remake that scarred <laughs> the, me for life.
1: The, the, the first zombie.
0: Yeah, that scarred me for life and then I was like, I'm gonna beat my fear by playing this game instead. And then I nearly finished that time I just didn't I forgot something on my GameCube. And I, so I it like, has that. I, I like
1: little I like little CJ's mentality. I'm going to conquer my fear by playing this other game. Exactly. exactly. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna conquer
0: you Resident Evil. And then yeah, I I enjoyed it because the characters are like, Oh, it's two of them now. There's there's this nice little dialogue between them occasionally and it's less te- directly terrifying. So it was more appealing for me at the time. But I me mean, now it's I mean, I I admit I haven't finished through the remaster. It's just, it's kind of a it kind of, I need to get in the right mindset to go through it. Not just because of the mechanics and backtracking and all that, but just because I'm not captivated by the story. But just playing it, it's just it's it's a beautiful gameplay. And I, I I hope it does well enough that, which will be our next topic, is that it influences Capcom's decision how to take the Resident Evil Two remake because it's probably not even at a point where they fully. Find what it's going to look and play like yet.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: it's really early days, isn't it?
0: I mean, it's it's one of the
1: few. The Resident Evil Two remake is one of the few games that I can think of where like we literally got notification the day that they got the okay go ahead. Like usually we find out about a game in production like a year or two after they already started production. But two, like they like the guy came out of the meeting and made a video.
0: Honestly. I think a lot of that was just played up for the whole social media aspect of it. They probably did have discussions about it, and they were like, we're going to hype up this announcement with some free stuff. Like, hey, guys, we're finally going to ask Capcom if we could do it. And they're like, yeah, (laughs) he said yes, they said yes. It's like, ah. We do it! Because you get, get like, several waves of, like, PR praise from that. So instead of just going, we're doing it, they have the build-up and then the big bang.
1: Fair enough. I I guess I'm not as cynical as you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's my job now, so I, I get some ideas about what's real or what's not. Like, you know how the Deadpool movie exists? Guarantees you someone involved with it was like, this is how we're going to get the movie made. By yeah, releasing it. It's a strategic move. And I mean, it works I mean because you build up hype and more hype means more N- And now ears.
1: Deadpool is telling us how to check for testicular cancer. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I guess we can move into the next topic, which is how is this game and Resident Evil Remastered, the first one, going to influence and how it should influence Resident Evil 2 Remake, that game that is somewhat in production, I'm guessing. I don't know how... How far ahead they are, what, what their progress is, but
1: I'm betting that we get like a pre-rendered CG
0: trailer by E3, like mm-hmm. nothing
1: in game, but something that just like it's like a movie.
0: You said pre-rendered, and I think that's the way to go. I mean, they could do this; they could accomplish this with 3D environments as well. It's not really a big deal because it's still it's going to be small-scale, tight knit, high-res texture visuals and stuff like that. But I really think they need to go that style. It can't, it can't be Revelations two. It can't be Resident Evil 6 style. It has to be like yeah. this. It has to go back to the root of what people really wanted, which was its classic style. And I mean, we don't really know if Resident Evil 0 is a clear indication that people definitely want this, but I know the first game was because oh, yeah. Remaster sold incredibly well, enough for them to go, let's put five times the effort into re- Remaster 0. Let's look at it. Yeah. And now there's rumor that they've been doing Outbreak, so I'm hoping that they see that, and it doesn't slow them down or change their decision to go that route, because this is how the remake needs to be.
1: No, yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, like, I know that there's a lot of people out there that really want Resident Evil 2 Remake to play like RE4 and like 5 and 6, um, Simply because they can't wrap their head around the way those older games used to play with the tank controls and everything. Yeah. I don't like the modern controls for remake in Zero on yeah consoles. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. But it's a I good also- compromise. It's a good compromise. It's a great compromise for people that just that can't wrap their head. I can't wrap my head around the new one, but I know that there's lots of people that can't wrap their head around the original. Yeah. So, I mean, finding a nice common ground between the two. I remember before it was ever announced, I was thinking a great way that you could do it is kind of do like a Halo anniversary thing where – by default it played like the classic game with the the um camera angles and everything but you press like the back button or select or whatever your console does and it will switch to re4 style Mm -hmm. it's like i mean that is a little complicated because it's like it's the difference between the middle up down aiming and resident evil 4's i think as the box described it hit zone aiming system yeah um that does sound like it might be a little bit too complicated, but... Um... It,
0: it, they could possibly, potentially accomplish that, because I mean, the only thing you're really interacting with that requires precision is your aiming, and Resident Evil 4 introduced the whole laser sight, so there you go, you clearly yeah. see where you're going to aim and stuff like that. And it, that could be a good idea, because even then, we said um, it doesn't necessarily have to be pre-rendered, but it has to look really good, and they could accomplish that with a 3D environment, and so oh, yeah. what, the camera just zooped over here, zoops that back to you...
1: Yeah, and just make it like this instant transition, and you can play the game completely one way or completely the other way. Or I was thinking you could even make the game in a kind of a deliberate way where it's kind of a good idea to maybe play it both ways. Mm -hmm. Um, That, you know, if you're fighting an enemy like William Birkin or something that maybe switching to more modern to the to the RE4 style might be a good idea because then you can actually shoot them in the eyeball and stuff. But then for puzzles and things, it's a much better idea to stick to the pre rendered backgrounds or, you know, that static camera angle style, because then you can actually see the room that you're in. Yeah. Um I just I hope that I hope that whatever they do, they don't go full Resident Evil Six and yeah. you know, sliding mechanics and co op yep. and mm. fucking I'd quite like them to do what
2: they did with the um with the original remake just yep. remake it as it was and then add enough fresh content like the whole Lisa thing and the crimson heads just to spice it up for the for the like the long-term fans that already remember enough of the second one.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. I, that's that's something that's a definite is not just a straight uh remake of the story rather but yeah. like do the story but also add in a bunch of new things. Write it a bit better maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because that was one of the best things about Resident Evil Remake, playing it, having already played the original PlayStation game, is that it fucked with you if you knew the original game really, really well. Like, you'd go into a room. Like, for the most part, the first, like, hour or so, the game is more or less the same. There's little changes here and there. There's some new rooms. But you're like, okay, I can deal with this. But then once you get to, like, the halfway point, suddenly, like, huge, gigantic parts of the game are changing. Yeah, that's um, what what I want to see. Yeah, it's it's um I'd really really love for something like that to to um uh to be present in this this remake especially with story stuff cuz like I was saying earlier zero and code Veronica that they're trying to go for a more disturbed like with the split personality thing with Ashford and the yeah. twink thing with uh <laughs> <laughs> with, with Zero. But like Resident Evil Remake was genuinely disturbing and sad with Lisa Trevor. She's a sad character.
0: Mm-hmm. And they can um, even they can do that with Birkin. Like we don't see much of like we do know that he has some some awareness because of what he's doing. Because he sees Sherry and immediately in his mind he's like he treats her differently. He's not just yeah. out to slaughter her. And we potentially see some of his little sad monster in the tower kind of moments when yeah. you don't see him in the original. They just see him walking around and you
1: know. I'd also really love for them to expand on um, Chief Irons. Uh, oh yes, he's definitely spoiler good for, that. for a fifteen year old game, but. Um, more than 15, uh, uh, it's an, it's a 17 year old game now. Um, older than his girlfriend.
0: Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> the girl dead on the table.
1: Oh yeah. Um, is the, cause, uh, chief irons comes so out of left field in that game. Cause it, um, it ends up kind of being like a, kind of like a classic zombie movie where you have, um, that one guy that you think is an ally, but it's like, oh, actually he's crazy. Yeah. Um, like, I was just watching Predator 3 last night, and Lawrence Fishburne has that character that, like, oh, it's their buddy. Oh, no, actually, he wants to kill them and take all their stuff. Um, and uh, I would I would really love to see Resident Evil 2 remake expand on him a bit more. Like, it, like it has his little taxidermy room. Seeing, like, how creepy and fucked up would it be if we found, like, his other taxidermy room, like his alternative <laughs> taxidermy room, where it's, like like, all these girls and stuff that he's murdered, because that's the other thing, is that Resident Evil 2, the original game, a lot of that stuff is just subtext. Yeah. Like, it um, it doesn't quite just come out and say that he's planning on stuffing and mounting the mayor's daughter, whereas Darkside Chronicles does. He literally just comes out and goes, I was going to stuff her. Um... But I'd love to, to to kind of explore that more. Maybe turn him into not as obviously not as brilliant, but turn him into kind of a Hannibal Lecter kind of a character, where like at first you're kind of like, oh, he's a bit creepy, and then like the more you explore the area, it's like, oh,
0: I don't really get back fucked. to him. You're like, oh man, I know yeah. what this guy's gonna be like after I just uncovered all these notes and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's 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 really creepy. Um, and and like the original Resident Evil two kind of semi suggests that he murdered his wife and that. Um And that the reason that he just that that he disbanded stars and ignored all of their warnings and everything is because umbrella was actually what um hid the murder of his wife. Like he's basically being blackmailed by them. Uh. Um, and I'd really love to see that expanded upon because I think you could do something really creepy with that. And again, especially for people that have already played Resident Evil 2 going into that area again and finding it even more twisted and disturbing I think could really throw even classic players for a bit of a loop.
0: And like, the game doesn't need to be this grandiose thing, just it doesn't need a triple A budget either. It can be something small, reserved, that's all we need. We need to look like, what, maybe RE0+, Plus, just looking a little bit better than that. That's all people really need. Mechanics aren't going to be ridiculous, so they could put some good amount of resources into the actual writing staff. Like, that would be really good. You already have the framework, just build up the dialogue, build up the character interactions, but you can keep the same exact steps all between that. And yeah, i feel like a fantastic game.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and everything like Rourke described, they've already got a character and sort of motivations and stuff that's hinted in
0: the original, and now yeah. they've got the chance to flesh out, write, write it better into the story. Yeah, and they can even take the sort of lazy route and just literally just follow S.D. Perry's novelization, which... There we go. I think she did a pretty good job with those books. Those books got even
1: creepier too, especially for two, because it not only, if I recall correctly, it not only suggests that, um, you know, Chief Irons is going to stuff in Mount the mayor's daughter, but that he was also like a murderer and stuff. But it also really heavily suggests that he's probably going to rape, murder, and then stuff in Mount Clare. And, like, she goes into all this detail with, like, that he's looking over Claire's body and, like, licking yeah. his lips and stuff. It's just like, oh. Yeah, I
0: got a really uncomfortable vibe just reading the book. Like, that he was just, like, the body was a precious thing to him. And I felt really awkward about it. Like, it yeah, with it, you know, looking at its beauty constantly. And it's just this dead thing on his desk. <laughs> oh. yeah, you definitely get that vibe. But, yeah, they can build them up to be far more interesting. Yeah.
1: And like you were saying, Bradley... More monsters, crimson heads, bring all that stuff in.
0: Yeah, crimson heads in Ari's too. How would that be?
1: Well, the uh, the thing that I think it would be great is to not only bring in crimson heads and like the burning bodies mechanic, but also remember what Outbreak taught us, which is liquors are an advanced form of crimson heads.
0: Oh yeah. And to
1: like double up on that. That like oh, if you don't burn the body of a crimson head, then it will turn into a liquor. Yeah, um, that's
2: yeah, just, just something some new mechanic that like like remake weaves so perfectly into what was already there.
0: Yeah. Called the evolution mechanic. Yes. Evolution <laughs> of the monsters.
1: Something I'd really like to see is um I, I talked about this on Rely on Horror for a special Halloween post, but um William Birkin in a lot of ways is inspired by John Carpenter's The Thing. Of course, yeah. And um I'd really love to see that. Kind of Dead Space Three kind of does it, but like a dynamic mutation system because that could really screw you over. Um, is uh, just because because William Birkin, there's um, he makes that like second G monster with Birkin or um, yeah uh, the reporter guy. Um, I can't remember his name don't right know. now. Um, ben Bertolucci uh, that that you have to fight, but it's like it's not quite. There yet. It's like kind of disintegrating while you're yeah. fighting it. Um, I'm thinking like, why not make like ten of those? Like, have us fight a bunch of them. Like, not all at once, but like over the course of the game, have there be other kind of fucked up G
0: mutations that aren't quite working yeah. right. Yeah. And also, I mean, to give some credit to RE6, they did a pretty good job of like real time mutations for the yeah. creatures, like the do turn to a T Rex, constantly turn to a tiger. It was yeah. cool to look at. Yeah, it's cool to look at. <laughs> it's dumb. So cool to look at. Once. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they could probably just. They, they, there's a lot of ways that they can save money and allocate money to the right stuff to make this game really good. You don't have to go crazy with the budget. It's going to be a small game, it's going to be a tight knit game. Focus on the writing. Focus yeah. on the visuals, another thing. You could, I want it to look beautiful, but not like, you know, AAA what re6 was trying to be despite not looking all that i good. do
1: i do really want them to bring in some of the changes that were made in um dark Side chronicles because uh like like Darkside chronicles the first ro- that hallway where you meet the first liquor mm-hmm. in the original game it's got the, the scare of the liquor crawling on the window mm-hmm. and i think that that's another great place that you could start like uh resident evil one one of the things that everyone always remembers dogs jumping through the window yeah resident evil remake tricks you because the first time you walk through that hallway like, the window cracks, but nothing comes through. Yeah, brilliant. It it isn't until, like, the second or third time that you walk down that hallway that the dogs actually come through. Come up with a way of kind of replicating that with what I'd say is Resident Evil 2's version of that, which is the liquor crawling on the window. Um... But Darkseid Chronicles, again, kind of took what we already knew and amplified it. So, like, we, like if you played Resident Evil 2 and you walked into that hallway in Darkseid Chronicles, you knew where you were. You knew you were about to fight a liquor. Mm-hmm. But Darkseid Chronicles took that hallway and drenched it in blood. Just oh, right. Top to bottom, drenched in blood. It was, like, the goriest room Resident Evil has ever had. And it was just this, like... Oh, this is going to be a lot worse than wasn't, it used to be.
0: Wasn't it drenched in blood, like, scrapings and footsteps of the... Yeah. But there was no body? Yeah, there was no body,
1: and, like, there was a vent on the ceiling that was, like, dangling open.
0: Yeah, that, that was legitimately terrifying. But you brought up Dark Side Chronicles, and I just remembered, I don't want Leon and Claire teamed up the whole thing. I don't want another buddy-buddy no, no. buddy game. I can't. No, no, no. no co-op. Multiple I,
2: scenarios still, no co-op.
0: Now, multiple scenarios, would you guys prefer classic you play through one scenario you play through the other or would you prefer something that's more cinematic and linear in that you do one chapter as claire then you do another chapter as uh, Leon?
1: I'd, I'd rather do it the original way yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's uh, the other way. i mean because that was one of the things that again resident evil 2 is trying to be so much bigger and better than the first game first game the differences between claire and chris's story are minimal at best yeah. it's like Rebecca does some stuff for Chris, Barry does some stuff for Jill, but it's basically the same story. Mm-hmm. But depending on who you pick to play as Claire or Leon from the beginning of the game, the game changed drastically by the end of the game, and like characters die in different scenarios, um, and you know different events happen, you fight different bosses depending as- on who you're playing as. And then when you beat it like that, go back and start the game over again with the other character, and you'll get another version of events basically making the game replayable at least three times after you've beaten it once and I think that you could do something really cool with that in this remake
0: Yeah, just don't do the co-veronica thing where you're like oh I just ruined the resources for Claire, it's like I hate this game (laughs) I really don't like that game although I completely agree that I I think they should also re-release that game on PC and current gen consoles just for the sake of having all these games available Yeah, I can't stand that game
1: no, it's like I like thing like I like some of the ideas that Code Veronica had with um, like bringing Wesker back was completely out of left field and really cool. Although it sucks because when it came out in the Code Veronica X version, the big surprise that Wesker's alive is ruined by the fact that he's on the box like four times. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I yeah, don't don't do that. Don't have yeah. them be buddies. Don't have it do the thing where. You've ruined resources. Just, you know, kind of just amplify what was already there in the original game. Like, one of the cool things is um, there's kind of a resource thing in Resident Evil 2 where whoever you get, whoever you're playing as first, you can find a, like a weapons locker in the RPD building in the basement. Mm-hmm. And um, you can take either, I think it's an SMG, like a submachine gun, or a um, like a fanny pack that gives you two extra item slots or you can take both and just be a dick to whoever the second okay. character is. But then you can also, in the laboratory, there's a room that you have to get a, like a thumbprint lock on it. And if you do that, and then as the second character, go and do it as well, then you can unlock that door as the second character and find whatever it is that the first character took. Right. Um, like
0: minimal things like that, but they're nice little goodies would be great. Yeah. Don't cripple the experience of the other character.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also another thing that Resident Evil 2, like I I hear people say like oh Resident Evil with all the now you can upgrade weapons and stuff like that and it's it's too RPG and I guess I guess from an RPG standpoint there's like you can intermittently upgrade like your handguns and stuff Resident Evil 2 had weapon upgrades you could upgrade I think almost every weapon except for like the grenade launcher and that like shotgun um the the like electrical baton um and that was so cool and I'd love to see again like an expansion on even that. Like Leon, you can find that um, handgun part that turns it into the Matilda from Resident Evil Four that makes it fire three gu- three bullets at a time. And there's like a super shotgun that I was talking about earlier that will literally disintegrate the top half of the zombie's body. <laughs> just expand on that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That'd be quite good. But I wouldn't want to see like adding a little, uh, scope and a laser sight and all that. I think that's just too much.
1: No, 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 no. Um, well, I like the. I mentioned it in my Resident Evil Zero review, but something I'd like to see for Resident Evil 2 less revisionist history like George Lucas's special editions for Star Wars and more like Ridley Scott's Blade Runner The Final Cut. Like, make it more about taking what is already there and making it as good as possible rather than fuck everything that was already there and covering it up with a bunch of new crap. And I'm fine with new crap, but don't go nuts. Yeah. Don't, don't, I mean, because if they come out with it and it's like Resident Evil 6 and it's co-op and there's the sliding mechanic and explosions, it, no one on Earth will like it.
2: Yeah, we and have- it, that's, that's it. It needs to feel still like Resident Evil 2, but like, like remake before it, that feels yeah. like Resident Evil 1. just has that extra bit that surprised you.
0: And it's going to be a challenge, so I wonder who's actually going to develop it. I mean, if they develop in, in-house, in who's going to lead it? The current producers and su- such like that? I mean, I didn't hate Revelations 2, but I'm wondering, like, oh, is this current team capable of creating a game like that? And they might have some experience doing two remasters of the games yeah. that we prefer, but I, I don't know. I mean, I was thinking earlier, um, Resident Evil Remaster's art director, I actually looked at his name, because like, he doesn't seem to be mentioned all too much, despite his incredible work, even on the Evil Within, which proves that he can make environments that look like that in three D, uh, Naoki Kataki. I was wondering if he could possibly be brought back, but I think he falls under the the list of ex Capcom employees that left. <laughs> yeah, they all went together, and like, like, screw that. I don't know if he'd come back, but it'd be pretty neat because Evil Within is gorgeous. just looks fantastic, and yeah, it you know, does. It'd be interesting to see that apply to slower game. I, I was hoping Evil Within would be the slower game, but it gets a little crazy toward the end.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think Evil Within, if anything, like I love the Evil Within, but it mostly just shows that Resident Evil's writing isn't isn't an
0: accident. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. same. I really like the Evil Within, but
2: um, the story and and particularly the main character is just it's the same sort of thing, really, isn't it? Just it, it's like just a weird. Bad. I don't
0: even know what to call it. It's just like a negligent lack of attention to a story. just because. Whatever this doesn't really matter for this thing, and I mean they did try somewhat, but someone was just like, "I saw the cell in Inception and thought, hey, scary. Do yeah. that instead."
1: Well, I like the way that um, Zero Punctuation put it. It's like you get into this place and then horror happens. Well, yeah, what does that mean? Much. You know, horror, gore, Blood torture and... machines, yeah. yeah, without any explanation or reason.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping for and... a sequel for that. Not off topic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, off topic, I'd love to see a sequel to The Evil Within, especially considering how much better The Evil Within got because of the extra story stuff that was in yes. the DLC. Yeah,
2: I did. I enjoyed The DLC. I really liked The Evil Within, but it, it, it is the sort of the game that really needs a sequel. I liked a lot of bits yeah. about it, but it, neat, it was so. It felt very much like a first game, if that makes yep. sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. I need some it needs a more focused sequel.
2: Yeah, yeah. A, a proper. F- good focus sequel with all the annoying things about it ironed out, and it could be a really, really excellent game.
0: Yeah. Well, we got to wait on Bethesda for that. Hopefully they yeah it soon. But that just reminds me, like, yes, I don't want Resident Evil 2 Remake to look like Evil Within. I want it to be, yeah. like, remastered. Yeah. And I, I, it seems like we all agree on that. I, I don't know what the majority of the fan base is like. It'd be very interesting if they continue with the whole social media aspect of this announcement and project by going, how do you want the game to be? Classic I mean that seems, or...
1: since um, RE6, uh, from what I understand, RE6 ended up selling quite well for Capcom, but not as well as they wanted it to. Yeah. And it obviously did not make the review scores that they wanted. Yeah. Um. And I remember that, like, immediately after that was when this kind of social media thing started. They, I think, it was on their official Facebook page. They just out and out asked, "What do you want?" Because we don't know anymore. <laughs> I mean they they had it was like, you know, do you want an HD version of Resident Evil 1? Do you want an HD version of Resident Evil 2? Do you want, you know, an HD version of Outbreak? Do you want I remember on there it was like, would you like a Resident Evil real-time strategy game? We don't know. <laughs>
2: um it doesn't really feel me with my confidence if yeah, those questions yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: It's because it seems like Capcom in the past has gone on what is sold well and what is not sold well, so therefore that it's never going to sell well. Genre wise or just thematically
1: well I mean it's like like, I mean I'm a huge Ace Attorney fan which is another uh Capcom franchise and Capcom's fucking bizarre with that series because like the um the last DS Ace Attorney game didn't sell that great uh and then they just stopped bringing them to America and the fan base freaked the hell out and then they finally brought the latest one to America uh Ace Attorney 5 and it sold like gangbusters. It was like one of their highest-selling digital games of all time until Resident Evil Remake, and then the one immediately after that, which is like an Ace Attorney, Ace Attorney game that takes place in like a uh, turn of the century Japan. Still, no word on it coming to America. None at all. They just haven't said anything. It's just we, there's clearly demand.
0: <laughs> I wrote an article before Remaster came out, saying this is probably the most important Resident Evil game. Ever because it's going to dictate, it's going to show them where the money, what the money's telling them. It's like people want yeah. this; they yeah, need direct numbers, not just this. Word is of mouth. this is
1: the best example of vote with your wallet? Yeah, exactly. that's exactly what I thought when I played it.
2: I thought this is this is so good, and if it, this sells well, this should hopefully yeah. finally get them to realize what the fan base is after.
0: Exactly, and what they've already
2: the, made 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the problem with some big gaming companies that the execs aren't necessarily on the gaming side of things. They're just looking at the results. So they go, oh, that did well, so do more of that. That's, it. That's yeah. the only way they think.
1: Well, I, I think the best way to, to put it is uh, I think the way Jim Sterling said it when uh, Resident Evil Remake HD came out is, Capcom, look at Resident Evil HD. Think about the fact that you keep porting Resident Evil 1 to stuff, and it keeps selling well. It's the same game. <laughs> Think about that!
0: <laughs> yeah, now they have proof with the remasters. I mean, yeah. I don't know how well R.E. is going to sell, because apparently it's still selling a lot slower than uh, Remaster yeah. 1. But
1: I think that that might have to do with Zero just being Zero, though. I mean, yeah, regardless yeah. of the quality of the remaster, I think for a lot of... I mean, I always liked Zero, but I think a lot of people are probably a lot more like Bradley. I, I always see all over the place, yeah. I hated Zero to begin with, so i I mean I want to support it but I also don't want to play 0.
0: And, yeah, and that's, like, that's the problem. I not think they would tell the difference between it's because of 0 or it's because of another remaster. Oh, remasters aren't done do well. Forget yeah. it guys. It's like no, it's well, just like, that particular game. K- Kotaku
1: actually wrote an article uh
0: that was um that said
1: uh even though Resident Evil 0 HD is incredibly pretty, it's still Resident Evil 0. Yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of like I can agree with that, I guess. I mean, I understand that a lot of people didn't like that game. But then the article is like, this game's nothing but like a fucking train. You know, like you're but, on the train and it's like this narrow thing. It's like the train's only like an hour.
0: Yeah, that's it's, why those people aren't and never be listened to because they, clearly they have no they have no information. It's, yeah, it's just,
1: it, it's like you know, oh my god, I hate Final Fantasy VII. I'm so sick of being in that Shinra nuclear power plant. <laughs> it's like it's the <laughs> tutorial. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's
2: there's plenty of valid reasons to dislike zero. But the only <laughs> the only that to to complain about the first hour of the game is just stupid. That's 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 the only good bit, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was the most innovative bit. Um, yeah, it, had, it had the most new ideas going on, um, and also and it also had like the most. Uh, tragic interpretation of someone turning into a zombie in, like, the entire series. Because, like, um... Resident Evil 1, Forrest turns into a zombie, but you don't know Forrest. He never has a line of dialogue in the series. Except in Resident Evil Deadly Silence if you click on him, he goes, Let's light this candle! Um... uh, Because he's a multiplayer character. Um... So you don't have any point of reference. You just look at him, and it's like, you know, it seems like Forrest has given up the ghost, and then he attacks you. And then two had uh, Marvin Brano coming back, but it I, I, don't, I still don't really feel like there was a connection because he was more a plot device rather than an actual character. But Zero... Edward actually seems to kind of, like, be a little protective of Rebecca. And see, and he's really passionate when he finds out who Billy Cohen is. He's, you know, that scum murdered them and escaped. You know, we get a little bit of character from him. And playing as Rebecca, going back through the train instead of Billy, we get that nice little cutscene with the sad music and everything. And we find, you know, we find what the virus does. And it's, it's like the only time in the whole series where I felt that they we're actually able to capture what that emotion is rather than just, oh, there's a zombie now.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. We've got to see what happens with this series. I mean, we talk about this constantly. This has been the topic of the podcast. What's What's Captain to do with Resident Evil? What are they going to do with Resident Evil? Yeah. And, I mean, this is the point where we finally go, what are they going to do with that thing that we've been waiting for all this time? Because they're making changes to clearly get Resident Evil's image improved by pushing out the games that are more preferred the, yeah, style. And there's, there's no
2: Resident Evil, no talk of Resident Evil Seven, so they must be
1: they must yeah. be doing a bit of a restructure.
0: Yeah, all we know is that we'll get surprises. Yeah, what, the the, what, what was
1: it that there will be many many new announcements? Yeah, so the maybe they are,
0: Maybe they've already decided what route to take. They're going to have a whole pe- plan about around the series. Like, here's a remaster of this. Here's a remaster of this. Here's a little bit of Resident Evil Two remake. Here's a teaser of Resident Evil Seven, and going to be a Re- year of Resident Evil, and that could be really bad or really good. Uh, depending on the which month of way they've chosen to go yeah the month of madness. God. <laughs>
1: yeah the month of madness um he another thing capcom please don't make resident evil 2 remake
0: episodic oh no please don't do not no. that was so pointless don't do that
1: don't don't do that like it's because that's the thing with like square enix is doing the remake of final fantasy 7 and like every new announcement is like oh no
0: yeah. Oh worse god! And worse
1: every time
2: we talk oh about it
0: god! Squared. No, it doesn't need to be episodic. Revelations two didn't need to be episodic because it clearly wasn't designed to be that way yeah. from the beginning. It, each episode didn't have like a beginning, middle, end. It was just like, something's going to happen. Oh no, it's over. Something's Oh, <laughs> uh, it's over. That's all it was. Just, you don't need to do that. And at least, I mean, at least Telltale and these other developers who do that kind of game have excuses because they, they make dis- the first
1: episode. They design those games to
0: be like that. Yeah, they make the first episode. They. They do some changes, some alterations to the following episodes based on feedback and such. And yeah, that's the other thing,
1: is that yeah. those episodes take months to come out. Resident Evil Revelations 2 came out over the course of four weeks. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was what's, done.
2: What's the point? I don't understand. I remember thinking that at the time. What, what's the point? They've, they've obviously got them all to a point where they're, they're finished and ready to release. I don't it's, know what they're doing. It but, honestly
0: seems like some companies just look at what other companies do how what other games do, and they go, how can we do something like that? What are the, what's the element behind success? It's, they don't pick the right one because clearly, you know, you've seen that. Like, was this? Oh, is this action based? Oh, all action. Everybody wants action. Oh, this one slow pace, or he wants that.
1: Just... Yeah, I mean, I mean, at least Revelations two had actual episodes that you had to buy individually, as opposed to Revelations one, where for yeah. no reason at all, it's just broken up into episodes. So every like twenty minutes, there's this completely show stopping cliffhanger that. Oh yeah, yeah. games oh, didn't stop. That? Right oh, that was annoying. Yeah. That the, games a lot of the time did that a lot of the time didn't even result in in anything. I remember the there was – in Revelations 1, there's an episode that ends with – um I don't remember the character's name, but like the director of the BSAA. It seems like he's double-crossed you, and I think somebody even says that, like, you know, are you betraying us? And he says something like, I'm terribly sorry, Jill. And it's like, you know, the <laughs> end of so episode funny. seven. And then the next episode starts, he's like, I'm terribly sorry, Jill. My radio cut out. I actually meant to say everything's great. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Or, if they ever show, in, at least in the game itself, that they ever use that as a teaser, the original video that released with the Australian Chris Redfield. No. no oh, that was so funny.
1: The, the uh, Well, the, that trailer was so interesting because it seemed like, you know, the, we had Chris and Jill holding guns on each other. You know, you'll yeah. never get away with this, Chris. Oh, I already have. Cool. Um, it never happens in the game. Apparently, from what I understand, that video was made before any work had been done on the game at all. Wow. They just decided that they wanted to make a Resident Evil game for DS or 3DS. They came up with a name and they made that video to get hype going, and then they went, oh, well, now we have to make a game.
0: Now uh, it's just a dummy.
1: Yeah, now it's just a dummy. Chris and Jill are totally fine. Um,. And there's also two women who... There's a woman that has breasts instead of a face. Yeah, that was, that was a <laughs> stupid thing. Mayday! Mayday!
0: I really um, didn't like that game.
1: I, you know, I've always found it really bizarre that... Like, I see a lot of people hating Revelations 2, saying, like, yeah. oh, it
0: wasn't scary. Like, yep, I prefer what, that one.
1: What
2: did you oh, think I of... I don't. I preferred the first one. I, I didn't like Resul- Revelations 2 I at,
0: at all. <laughs> the first thing
1: that comes to my mind with Revelations one is uh, those two characters that have the you know oh man this is the tits and uh, like the generic white nerdy guy and the generic black. <laughs> I think my mind just deleted that I don't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah, that this was yeah, is so it, terrible. That the whole story of that one,
0: the whole story it's, just pissed me off entirely.
1: It's just so stupid. It's all these like winding cliffhangers that go nowhere. The main villain's motivation is that the FBC is the FBC is becoming pointless because of the BSAA. So they're creating their own terrorist attacks so that they had something to do. And that, uh, my biggest gripe with it is that they kept doing this stupid goddamn thing where it would seem like a character died and then they're fine. It's like, stop that. It happens three times with Parker. Three times! He gets shot and then he's fine. He falls off of a burning bridge and then he's fine. He's in a boat that explodes they can't, they can't, they and he's commit. fine. Yeah. And
0: the same they can't thing commit with... to killing a main character in RE6 either.
1: Why oh, do I yeah. remember liking that one? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is the same conversation we started This. Why do we like Resident Evil? <laughs> um, I never found Revelations 1 scary. I like things about it. I like that it brought back the item boxes and I like that um, I like that some of the, like the later bits but with um like getting into the labs on the ship and everything but a lot of the story just doesn't make any sense like um you know uh, oh no chris redfield's disappeared no chris redfield's actually fine none of you bothered to call him is the problem and uh the other thing is Resident Evil Revelations 1 is so clearly designed to be co-op they just removed the co-op element at the last second so that it would be more like the old games yeah, I mean you're you're stuck attempt. with an AI partner for the entire game. There's even multiple parts where like the player character is incapacitated or something, and you're left with the AI character running around having to shoot everything. It's like this is obviously supposed to be co-op. Yeah, I don't but, know. They're
0: at a weird point where they really don't know what to do. But I mean, don't want to get too off-topic with the other games. yeah. So yeah, yeah focus yeah. on RTO remake, which I think we talked about quite a bit. I think we got our things out. Unless you guys have anything else to add before we end. What do you want, Mario 2? Uh,
2: no jiggling breasts is what I've got <laughs> written down but, here. Yeah,
0: that would be good too, Because yeah. that was just... Oh, it just oh, made me God.
2: cringe. It's, just, it's just, There's no need for it. If you, if you want that,
1: Google. You, know? you don't need to play Resident Evil for that.
0: Yeah, your games don't need to pander to you.
1: That was the funniest part about Darkseid Chronicles. I keep bringing it up, but Darkseid Chronicles has jiggle physics for everything that's a girl in that game. Oh, my in, I just made my fiance
0: laugh. I heard it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has jiggle physics for everything that's a girl in that game, including Claire, including the the the, the bug infested um, Alexia Ashford from Code Veronica, oh. and the zombie girls from Resident Evil Two. It's just kind of like this is a bit much when you're trying to oversexualize the dead things. Maybe yeah. stop. Um. I wrote a thing on Rely on Horror about things that I'd really like to see from Resident Evil 2. One thing that I really, really want to see is. And Zero kind of. Zero HD kind of gets my hopes up about this because Zero has a great gore engine, but I really want it to be gory as all hell. Because, I mean, like Resident Evil, like, there's heads that explode and there's like blood everywhere and everything, but it's kind of. typical blood. I, I don't know how to put that exactly without sounding like I'm. <laughs> Like you know, like I hit pigeons with hammers or something. But um the uh but the original Resident Evil two was such a gory game. Like um like I was talking, like you blow a zombie in half and its top half comes crawling after you. There were zombie models that actually had like their guts hanging out. Um and when William Birkin changed from like G one to G two to G three, he would it would actually happen in like this explosion of blood. Um and then yeah, like really painful looking. Yeah, really of, painful and awful yeah. looking. Um, and I mentioned Irons earlier, both of his deaths are so fucking graphic. Like, the one where the chest burster thing pops out, it, like, splits him down the middle. And the other one, um, the, uh, William Birkin tears him in half and then throws his top half back up the ladder. And it, like, lands on the ground just bleeding out. But then, in Darkseid Chronicles, that did have that really great, like, room covered in blood, those same sequences were really toned down. Like, Ber- like Birkin's transformations happened off camera and um, the death of Chief Irons was like really super artsy and you couldn't really quite tell what was happening. I'd I'm say just... that was
2: probably more to lazy sort of budget.
1: Yeah. Probably just trying. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Deliberately just... cutting it down. Yeah, I'd really like to see uh, the remake just really cuz again like i said it's inspired by the thing which has to be one of like the most disgusting gory movies of all time yeah i love that film love it just really hone in on it really just make the blood shocking cuz that's something i really liked about 0HD again is that the blood looks great in that game like the big old blood stains on the zombies <laughs> like zombies yeah
2: very shiny they're
1: they they like the blood like glistens and stuff, and I especially love stomping on a zombie's head on the ground. The blood comes like pumping out like a
0: gusher. Yeah, like a like a fruit gusher. It looks great. Location specific damage would be nice. Yeah, they took that out of later titles. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. Uh, my thing that I really want, I think it also get a lot of goodwill from for Capcom would be get that uh, get uh Paul Mercier back and Alison Court back. Paul Mercier. Yep, get them back. I know he wasn't already yeah. too Leon, but he was. Lee Leon. So. Yeah, he, he
1: he's 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 the Leon that I think everybody knows. Especially, I mean, no nothing wrong with um Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer, but he mostly his problem is that he just sounds so much like Roger Craig Smith, who plays Chris, that it just ended up becoming kind of like there's a lot of Ugh, dudes. That's yeah, funny. he he doesn't sound like Leon to me anymore. Yeah. Um, although Leon wasn't really Leon in RE6. He went from being this kind of funny, jokey Spider y kind of character in RE4 to. Forgetting brooding. how zombies work. Yep, brooding, <laughs> silly man We didn't know anything. Batman in a leather jacket. Um, yeah, get him back, get Allison Court back. I'm sure she'd love to come back. I understand why they replaced her for Revelations 2. I mean, Claire's a lot older in that game than we've ever seen her before. She's like almost 30, whereas in Resident Evil 2, she's 19. Um, and also the actress from Revelations 2 basically just sounds like Allison Court anyway. Um, but so yeah, the, my them... problem
0: was that she, Alison Court, did an outstanding performance in Darkside Chronicles as yeah. Claire in RE2, and I was just like, "Yes, more of that."
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that I'd love to get them both back. Get the actress that played Ada back. She's played Ada in oh, almost please, everything because the
0: new one is awful. Yeah, at least the car- direction of the character is like, "Oh, I made a Wong, I don't care about things. I'm going to do this mission <laughs> without you. I'm <laughs> I... so nonchalant about everything." <laughs> What's that? Oh, okay. I'm going to do this anyway. Like what the fuck! Yeah. I hate this character. <laughs> not not to get too off topic, because we're about to end here. But my God, that they whitewash her too. Yeah. Jesus, she's, she's. I'm sorry, she's no. She's not Chinese anymore. She's just, yeah. They completely erased her nationality. Yeah. Which, which was silly.
1: Yeah. It, the many, many problems with Resident Evil Six.
0: Um, uh. uh. So, Bradley, do you have one last thing that you'd like to see?
2: Uh no, I think it pretty much pretty much covered it all. Um just like I said before, I just want to see more of more f- new things that fit in. Right. So, so like like the re- the the bloody remastered it. Just new things that fit into the world, fit into the game. They still feel like they could have been part of the original, but aren't. Um, like Rourke said, more more expansion on like bet- the Ben's transformation and all that kind of thing.
0: Alright, that's definitely what we all want to see. Hopefully Capcom goes the right route because this can be a truly great remake once again. So let's hope. Cross the fingers. And maybe we'll find something out at E3. I don't know. Yeah, fingers it's crossed. crossed. Your yeah, sure. teasers, so find something out. Uh, it, so, is, it
1: is the 20th
0: anniversary. Oh, that's true, yeah. Uh, so if you want some daily horror game news, features, articles, and such, go to Reliedhorror.com. You can follow me on Twitter at CJ Melendez underscore, and work where they find you.
1: I am uh, SisselTheCat the Cat on Twitter, and if you want to see my horrible, cheeky, beardy face, you can go to the Rely on Horror YouTube channel, where I've got a couple of videos discussing things like uh, the top five in-game hacks for the Resident Evil franchise, a uh, couple of videos where I defend sh- Silent Hill: Shattered Memories. CJ and I talked about uh, how very close to being a horror game Metal Gear Solid Five is, and stuff like that and uh, hopefully in the next week or so there'll be a new episode talking about uh, horror games on the Game Boy Color, which are very few.
2: Yeah, and you can follow me at Furby, um, but I'm emotionally negative, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm frequently told, and I, to talk, well, I love, love Bloodborne, Dark Souls, so it's most of that.
0: Alright, so thank you for listening. You wonderful listeners, you. And stay tuned for another episode. Uh, hopefully, we get a new topic pretty soon. I want to try maybe do these once a month. That'd be cool. So Man. goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.